Hello and welcome back to the SDA podcast. It's been a rather long break since we last spoke with you guys. Uh, this is me, Anthony. Uh, let's go around the room. Uh, this is Kai. Uh, this is the first time that we are running this podcast in an open area in Cisco's Building 12. Right, welcome, real tank. Hi, here. Oh, yeah. Because Kai left and Anthony left, and now they're back and sitting back up. Probably not here. And I'm Dot, um, and I'm still here at Cisco. So I opened the door <laughs> for them. Uh, and I'm Arthur, and these fools are sitting and probably sitting at my desk <laughs> doing this podcast. <laughs> Pretty darn close. I am using your cable. That's right. She's gonna shit right underneath your face. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll work from home tomorrow. <laughs> it's the bat symbol. It's the bat symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I shaped it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, okay, let's talk about our film. We're a little late on this, but uh, we're gonna be talking about Joker today. Um, movie from todd phillips uh and actually there was a lot of controversy over this movie because a lot of people didn't want it to be made this is kind of a weird i think what, they, what are they calling it dc knights or dc dark films sort of a one-off um, what's a black label yeah, i heard todd phillips talk about it um this is what, how he proposed it to to wb the wp team and oh. so oh uh, yeah it's a one-off story one off for now I, I could see them making more movies because it's made a lot of money. It's but like Logan. Um, uh, I think there's a lot of interest uh, and intrigue around this because it was it's Walking Phoenix, um, and uh, he. I don't know if you watch his movies. He's plays a lot of unique characters. Yeah. He becomes what, what do you call it? like a oh yeah method like a method actor. Yep. And so people want to see Day Lewis or um, Leto. Jim Carrey. Christian Bale. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you hear him ramble off in Terminator Salvation no, and he no, no. cursed everybody. It's pretty goddamn funny. I mean, oh, I did. Yeah. When he talked to the lighting guy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't a method actor. He was pissed. Yeah, he was pissed. I wouldn't be mad too. Like, if, I don't think Don Connor would be that mad. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so, um, so yeah, this, this released. Um, about two years since Suicide Squad, since we last saw Joker. Is it two years? I yeah, didn't see it, thank God. Two years. Uh, where Jared Leto last played a weird-ass Joker. And there was controversy because he's pissed off. He, he actually wanted to, I think he wanted to block this movie because they promised him that he would get his own solo film. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's elitist. Uh, he thinks he's the best. Um, I'm going to hand this off to Arthur to give us a little bit of background on uh, Joker as a character. Oh, okay. Well, so, gosh, the Joker is a very, very old, old character, one of the greatest villains of all time. Uh, gosh, so many different interpretations. Um, I think the nice thing, and you know, I, I won't go into all the, the history, of course, but... Um, he started off as just sort of like a, a trickster and then sort of evolved over the years. But really, he's, he's like the perfect Batman villain, really. Uh, and one of the greatest villains of all time. I mean, Batman is all order and structure. Uh, and the Joker is like the complete opposite. Chaos and disharmony and all that stuff. But I think um, 
to kind of distill it, it's it's really interesting because he's a character that um, doesn't necessarily have a definitive origin. He has some elements that they've tried to tell, but he doesn't have a definitive origin, nor I don't think he needs one. He's one of those characters that sort of exists on his own, uh, and there's a lot of different interpretations about him. None of them are really, really too far off, um, per se. Um, I have personal opinions about the character where I feel like and I think the, the Nolan movie captured it really well, uh, where you know, he's a character that he has no purpose in life. He's just all about doing whatever he feels at a given time. And at least personally, I feel like if he was ever, if, if he ever actually killed Batman, like he actually accomplished that goal, he'd probably retire into like the countryside and just be quiet or, or maybe just you know, whimper away and, and do nothing because the only person who can actually... You're saying he's Thanos. He's retired to the country. No, no, well, no, kind of. But I mean, <laughs> what what I mean is, he he does. There's no other character that can challenge him physically, mentally, and emotionally. And if he ever accomplished killing Batman, I think deep down he would be kind of sad, but also he'd be like he'd have no purpose in life because nobody would keep him occupied. So he's a very unique villain because he's not about he's not he has no goal. He has no he has no dreams of power or conquest or wealth or influence. He's just all about doing stuff. He doesn't murder people because he likes to kill. He just does it because you know, he feels like it. But he's not like a serial killer per se. Um, he, doesn't ha- he doesn't hate people. He doesn't, um, he's not raging against a machine. He doesn't have an ideology. He doesn't have, a philo- you know, he doesn't have any kind of uh, philosophy. He just sort of does things on a whim. Um, and I think, again, the Ledger movie really helped illustrate that. He just says, hey, you know, you've changed things. And I'm quoting lines here, right? Uh, what am I going to do? Go rip off mobsters? Um, you know, I, I don't know what I would do if I if I ran after the truck. I'm like a dog. I'd go after the truck. I'd rip off the bumper. I don't know what I would do with it after I got it. It kind of really encapsulated the character. So um, that's just kind of the background of the Joker. So um, I don't know if you want me to get into the movie, but I can do uh, it later. No, let's, uh, I'll stop there. Four, four of us here. I think we spent a little bit time, a little bit more time. Than these. Yeah, but that's kind and, of the character uh, in a nutshell. So yeah, thank you, Arthur. So uh, let's get started with with uh, Dad here, who's seen it. Uh, I guess the most recent out of all of us. Yeah, two, yeah, two, two days, days ago. ago. Fresh. And uh, yeah, fresh. See, I don't know. You are not fresh. Oh, P P H R E S H. Okay, okay. Go to the review. I want to hear. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. What did you think of Joker? Yeah. Uh, so, actually, actually, tell us. Also, definitely make sure you share how you felt when the movie was announced. Totally. So not, so, not not just watching it. So yeah. Yeah. No. I look. I I have very little faith in anything that DC does for a movie at this point. I, I even even the one I think that was probably the most successful, maybe in at least in my mind, was the Wonder Woman one. And I even felt that that. He just mumbled stuff. Sorry. Okay. But, you know, I, I don't even think that was as good as the acclaim it got. No, I think it was, yeah. I think it was an accomplishment to agree, especially for DC movies in general, but in the grand scheme movies, eh, you know, whatever. I kind of feel that way too. Um, but <clears throat> I wasn't planning to see this movie at all. It wasn't, if it wasn't for the fact that Anthony's here in town visiting and live and, you know, the opportunity to do a live podcast <laughs> for a long time. I said, you know, I got to go see it. And so I did. And, and 
it was relatively reluctant. And when I heard the movie was being announced, again, I since I have no faith, I had zero plans to go see it. And when they announced Joaquin Phoenix, I didn't really care. I didn't have a problem with it, but it didn't care, right? Uh, at the same time, I'll say this. Joaquin Phoenix is one of the most fantastic, pathetic actors I've ever seen in my life. He's yep. so freaking good at it. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I think this movie actually turned out to me to be so damn good. Question. Have you seen any of other Joaquin Phoenix yeah, Phoenix yes. movies? Yeah. So, like well, not recent. So Gladiator was one of the ones I saw. And wow. I saw the one where... That's not even the same character. Well, that's the point. Oh. No, no, but if you got you guys... He retired for a while, didn't also, didn't he? From acting. Basically, a jealous king. The best scene was when he was getting killed. The, the last scene. That's right. Now, yeah, he ain't got knife. Where he was playing that guy in that country where he had smuggled drugs and they were going to hang him. Uh, Arthur, do you know that movie? Was it Hell or High Water or something? Or No. I can't remember, but basically his patheticness in that movie was amazing also. And after that, Space Camp. Okay. But that's beside the point. But no, the three movies I've seen him in, amazing patheticness. And <laughs> this was nothing short of that. Anyway, I went to see a movie. Um, I took my kids. One of my kids wow. is 14. Although wow. she was able to watch it, I was watching and thinking to myself, this is a bit heavy for a 14-year-old. Um, this very much felt like, to me, an art house movie that wasn't necessarily trying to be art house. It was just trying to tell a story that they thought um, would be a good telling of how a Joker could come about. It's like you guys said, the Joker doesn't really have a definitive origin. There are certain elements that are starting to become common with who he is. Um, and I actually think it's shaping out really well, to be honest. I think that, you know how I used to criticize Nolan's Batman movies and how they missed the mark on saying, you know, if I made a list of key things that I felt about Batman, I feel like the Nolan movies kind of missed it. I actually feel like this is the opposite of that. Yeah. And that in this case, they actually said, what were the best things that have developed about Joker? It doesn't matter what his origin was in the comics with Kane or whatever. It's just, if we think about what makes him great today, what are they? I feel like this movie kind of caught those things. And they presented it in a way that, um, was actually quite believable in a real world sense, right? And some of those things, I'll just list out some things that, that come to my mind is psychopath, psychopathic killer, um, highly depressed to the point of broken, um, odd sense of humor, his awkwardness, you know, was really neat. I really liked how every turn of his life was so bad that it just drove him to a point of he's just letting go like you guys think i think one of the reasons why he's such a good foil for batman is batman is, is the symbol of absolute he's trying to control every element of his life and everything around him um order and all that stuff and he's basically cast and casting everything to the wind he has no goals and you know to quote the nolan movie he just wants to see the world burn right at this point he just doesn't give a damn anymore um what i really liked too was that the the story elements they chose in the movie about how he sort of had his descent into madness. Even the parts that I was having starting to have trouble with, like inferring possibly that Thomas Wayne could have been his father, was unquote, as the, the movie progressed through and it turned out, you know, the, the insanity of his adoptive mother. It was, 
they they proved it definitively. He went to the Arkham Asylum and they pulled out the paperwork that included his adoption papers, as well as the police files about um, how she had let him be abused, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. It was almost to the point where where the movie didn't even leave me with anything that was just like, oh, that's weird, that's odd. The oddest thing that I can think of in the movie is um, how his police car where he was being arrested got nailed and he survived it. Yeah. yeah, and it almost made it look like they were trying to rescue him. I know that's not what they were necessarily trying to do, but that's like the most minor of nitpickings I can do. The reality is you need an odd circumstance to let his character survive to continue to throw chaos out of there. I even liked too how they, and they've done it in the comics in the past, how they tied in his origin to um, Bruce's and the Batman's as well, without making it a superhero movie. Now, I don't know what you're thinking, Kai, with your reaction, yeah. but but there's there's a thing developing between the two of them, a dynamic. Yeah. That's what yeah. it says that the two of them, their destinies, their creations are intertwined and they need each other. That's why Arthur will say things like, if he died, he might retire to nothing because he actually kind of needs the Batman. Codependency. Yes. Right, he doesn't know yet. But there's a codependency there. I had heard that there were issues about the fact that he was so old versus what Bruce would be when he's a Batman. I, I'm not sure how much I care as long as he has still the mind of the insanity when Batman goes around. I think that's more important the age, to be honest. Because they're not really physical combats, they're mental combats. Right? At the same time, I don't want to see a geriatric Joker go against a, a young adult Batman or, or a mature Batman. Either. Um, Question. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would have been a very interesting twist if they did go for that, because when I asked you guys if they confirmed that that uh, he was adopted or not, yeah. that, that if he was a brother of Bruce's. I wouldn't have liked it. Because it's different from the origin story? I just would have been dumb. need them to be brothers. I feel like that's actually going to mess things up. That's been dumb. I don't like the family connection at a blood level. I think it would have been interesting. Oh, wait to hear my my opinion. Jeez, uh, would have made more sense why they were so, um, I guess, together. Like, well, let me say this, Anthony, that I like the idea, but I don't want them in these established characters. If somebody else wrote a story like that that had a similar kind of dynamic, and they did that, I think that would be extremely intriguing. But to put them in these characters, okay. established characters, that would have been difficult for me to swallow. That's fair, and I, I'll. Oh, it's nice to see you. Right. Yeah, because I think what's even more poignant is, and, and I'm on the, the same side with Dot and Arthur here, is that, like, you have a lot of these franchises, because it's so fresh for me, like Terminator, mm -hmm. right? You have the, the fucking Sarah Connor family dominating that franchise, right? You have Star Wars, you have the fucking Skywalkers dominating that franchise. You know, and so if you get into this other environment again, you know what? These two characters. Now, let's just try to do these familiar mm -hmm. things again. You know, it might evoke that kind of behavior. I didn't even think about that, but that you saying that makes me not like it even more, and to be honest. That's my immediate reaction yeah. without really digging much deeper into that. But that's just a, a proof of that. I'm with you on that. And it becomes, you too, know, it becomes too inbred. I think so. I, I, I think really the think word, so. You're, the word you're looking for, yeah. Yeah. I, I just didn't like it and, and it, it almost repulsed me when the idea in the movie came up and as it cleaned itself up I felt significantly better about it 
almost relieved when they unraveled and they had proof in the paperwork because I didn't want to, I also didn't want to see a Thomas Wayne become sort of this despicable character in the Wayne family because I actually buy into sort of the good nature and goodwill of the Wayne family it, as they tell it in the stories. And the movie. Not in the movie completely. No, but, but it was still clean enough that it didn't make it just look dirty. For the Interesting. Okay. okay. Well, I although I didn't necessarily agree with his opinion of sort of everyone's clowns, etc., and blah blah blah, clowns. Um, I could understand why he would take that position, right? Not having known what those three guys did who got murdered, it it just doesn't look right in the general media. Nobody sees the truth, right? He may have been misled, but I don't think he was necessarily pandering or you could argue they let him pander as a character because it's more realistic i don't know but for me it just seemed like an understandable position they took was that this is how people like the joker saw thomas as this elitist talk shit about people like he just is so he's not good to them because he's just like this billionaire and so in i think this kind of little bit of twist he isn't clean in this movie and i don't again this could, just could be that from joker's perspective he looks like a piece of shit, right um and so i which i yeah that's why i didn't like he was not like a, a good moral character no but it's different though because you got to remember that his mother's for years that she worked for him for decades and supposedly supposedly though ass, supposedly and that she believed that he would take care of her and of course, he didn't believe that the people higher up in the food chain would take care of people down below either. But there was a, a sub-narrative that made him think that way about Thomas Wayne. Right? And and he comes out, I mean, in the movie, he, he doesn't come off well. He doesn't, if you think about it, he doesn't necessarily come off bad he either. Bad. No, Tell dude, he's, a, other, he's an a, he was an a-hole, actually, I thought. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, think about it. What things did he do that were totally, totally a-holy? Just the this his tone and attitude. <laughs> Just name two, and I'll, I'll I think I have a counter argument, but I don't know. If like punch true. punching him in the bathroom, like I, I wouldn't. He think went to that. his house and put his fingers in his son's mouth while showing him magic tricks through a gate. Shh. And he also is the son of someone who kind of harassed him while she. So you go on and tell me how this is an appropriate reaction. That's not an appropriate. <laughs> oh, then the son, who isn't really, thinks he's a father, approaches him in a bathroom. Well, I, I would this expect someone weird, like I would I would expect someone like Wayne to be like, you know, he'd hit him out of self defense. He maybe like reprimand him for approaching his son, but I wouldn't think he talked down to him like that and then had to hit him first like that, seeing that he's not clearly no physical threat. Dude, so some dude came up to your daughter, showed her magic tricks. Well. If it was on campus, but I'm talking about I'm talking about the bathroom though. The bathroom happened after the scene. No, 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 way later. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I'm sorry, but if say he did that to my kid, I don't think I'd even wait for him to talk. I think I'd hit him. Well, no, that was that was way after after the way they had a conversation. He didn't hit him right away. No, he hit him. He even said to him, "You're the guy." Something my son came to my house, and I'm sure that I assume it was Alfred told him it happened, and he saw it all happen. No, sorry, guys, I disagree. That's fine. We don't have to agree on this. I think what he said and what he did, as he took, were actually very 
even for an intelligent good man. The take on TV. Yeah, that's the thing that stands out the most. Um, he just, his, he just, his tonality and even the, the reporter even gives him a follow up chance to clarify. Yeah, and, and then, that's where he drops all pretenses. Look, I'm like I am your only option. Like if you don't pick me, you guys are fucked. Like no brainer. It's almost like Trump levels of narcissism that gets displayed there, where you're just like, you know, he's like. How are you not considered me as your only savior to get out of your shithole position? Um, is what I feel like a lot of people took out of just that that specific scene, and it kind of bleeds into the way it, how they present. I agree that the bathroom scene is not a good example. I concede that for sure, but that's that's what we're working off of, and that's what the movie plays off. Of. So to be fair, I would agree with Kai on that because that's there's more than the bathroom scene. Perhaps that's debatable, but. The rest of it was just like, dude, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> the way I just... actually think that the director was trying to portray Thomas Wayne with a degree of ambiguity for the show. Well, actually, I think he's trying to portray him. Okay, this gets into. I'll share later on, but this. Gets... Okay. This... Yeah. Hey, keep, going, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep talking about the movie. Keep going because I, I have to keep going. I'm, and I'm actually going to clean up. There isn't much for me to say. I thought the movie was really good. Like, I was genuinely surprised by it. I kind of expected that it could go that way because of what I had. Um, but it really did strike me as sort of a pen in our house movie. I thought the photography, like just the pure production of it, was fantastic. Um, that would give uh, a hangover. <laughs> You're stuttering, Anthony. I thought everything was great, even the, like the extreme close-ups of looking face were nuts. The music was crazy. Uh, what's the word? I, emotional is not the word. Just it made you feel, you know, the the heavy off note violin type stuff. String. Yeah, I mean, the movie made you uncomfortable in the right ways, right? And and I also love sort of the whole. Again, the descent of madness was completely. Even when he shot, even when he smothered his adoptive mother and sort of lack of emotion around that was extremely appropriate for the direction that this character, the Joker, is heading in. And I'll tell you, he's not, they're not done evolving yet because even in my lifetime, I've seen him change quite a bit and I like the direction it's going, to be honest. Um, it's gritty, it's dark, it's disturbing, but I think that's what the Joker actually really is. Even in the comics when it was relatively kill audiences with a smile, this is just the grittier version of that same thing, right? The grittiest. It is the grittiest, yes. So, um, you know, uh, just a really good all around. I have almost no criticism. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean I think it's the greatest movie ever. <laughs> I just think wow. it's, an, it's a very, very good cinematic presentation of a story in general. Superhero Joker. That's it. Wow. Surprise. Sorry, that might have been long. My bad. What did you think of Joker? Oh, with me? Arthur? Is it me now or where are we going? Yeah, 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 it's you. you. Sorry, because you keep, you keep, uh, you keep uh, bouncing in and out, so I can't hear you. So. Oh, you're too far. Right, Arthur. Okay, so 
wow, I must be like the opposite person here. Um, okay, so let me take a step back. When the movie was first announced, I was like, why would I want to watch a Joker movie on its own? Because there's no purpose. There's no point. I remember there's... you being down on this movie. Because... Totally. I was like, what's, why would I want to watch a movie without some kind of antagonist, mainly Batman or someone else? Because that's, the Joker has to interact with somebody to be you know, entertaining or, or, or enlightening or whatever, right? So I had no, I had zero, zero interest. And I was like, why? Why, why does this movie even need to be made? It, it, with all the other DC characters you're, you're doing, why would you pick the Joker to do a movie on? A villain, of all things, right? And okay, now, personal opinions aside, the past couple of DC movies have done relatively well. You know, Wonder Woman, Fla um, Aquaman, Shazam. So, I f you know, regardless of how you personally feel, they've done well for themselves. They so, have box office success is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So, and then they, they're on their upswing. They've kind of given up on the shared universe. Good for them, right? Just do your own individual movies and, and leave it at that. But so I was thinking, like, why would you want to do this with a Joker character? Very odd. Okay. You know, flash forward a couple months, Joaquin Phoenix is in it, kind of like Dot, like, okay, that's nice, but I don't care. Um, then you start reading about the buzz a few weeks ago. Uh, actually, was it a month ago? Like, everybody's like, you know, everybody's like, oh my gosh, the movie's amazing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I'm a little interested now. Um, and then you start reading some of the reviews and background. I'm like, or the reaction, not the reviews. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a chance. It wasn't something I was going to go out and watch, but there was so much talk about it not just the controversy of the potential violence and the inspiration but the the performances the story the depth so i'm going in like okay all right i'll, I'll actually give it a chance um and i'll i'll, I'll go watch it and, and i'll tell you I, i'm kind of like let down actually um because this is not a joker movie at all it's that's just window dressing to me it's happens to be a movie about Arthur Fleck, a guy suffering from mental illness, who happens to dress up as a clown, who happens to call himself the Joker at the end. It has no, you know, and there are some DC trappings, but the movie is really, I would say like, you know, what's the word? Um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know what it's trying to say. There's no point of view. There's no, it's like trying to scratch the surface of something but there's, I'm waiting for them to say something and I'm not getting it. And I feel like, okay, well, now let's take aside the whole thing about the, the whole movie of the sequences, right? The whole movie is suspect because the Joker is an unreliable narrator, right? So anything he says, anything that happens in the movie could have been fake. Parts of it could have been real. It could have been all in his mind. It could have, some of it could have happened. He might've died in that car crash. He might've lived everything in the movie is suspect because the Joker is always have been an unreliable narrator. One minute he's this, the next minute he changes his mind. So I don't see the movie as a, a linear progression of a character. I don't even see it as, okay, well, uh, this is what's going to happen and he's actually alive here and then this is what's going to lead to. No, nah, none of that. It's, it's all in his brain. Um, you can kind of see it on the, the twist of one minute you know, he's talking to his neighbor with what, um, what's that girl's, that actress's name? Um, Zaz, yeah. And the next minute, they're kind of dating. I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay, that's a, big of, a bit of a leap there. Okay, that's clearly in his head, okay. Um, but 
the whole movie is suspect already because he's a guy suffering from mental illness. So you don't really, really know what's real and what's not. And that's all debatable. That's fine. But for me, it's like the movie is trying to say something, but it doesn't really go anything more than that. It scratches the surface and it just feels like, okay, well, the window dressing is just nicer. It, 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 it elevates it a little bit more, but I mean, how many movies have we seen where it's like, okay, we have a guy or a person suffering from something, the world sucks, rich people are, suck, can suck, life is cruel, my life sucks, um, everybody hates me, my life is horrible, the world is horrible. Okay, now what? What else is there? And, and I'm kind of like the whole time I'm waiting for something profound, something even i don't have to agree with it but i'm waiting for something to say like what is your point of view what are you trying to say what do you want to say it doesn't have to be in my face but i kind of walked out like okay well so what there's so many other movies that are like that this one just happens to be dressed up with a little bit of dc elements slap the joker skin on this person and then it somehow it elevates a little bit better and it's, it's like oh my gosh it's so great and I'm okay. kind of like, uh huh, Question you know, uh huh. Um, this was a lot. This really deviates from comic type. Totally, story. it's 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 its own totally its own thing. I don't even think right. it's con- continuity at all. Do you think it's... you feel this way though? Because almost completely stripped off. No, I mean, I walked. I, really? Because no, you know, I... one of the things about the Joker is sort of his physical chemical change too, and True. house and elements. Um, inherently changed him, later. right? He, but he's not even really. To me, he's not really the Joker, even because his his time as the real quote unquote the Joker at the end is so short, and even that is suspect. You don't really know if that's real or not. Um, like it, it could be in his head, right? Um, and he's he's just somebody who has a gripe against society, who happens to dress up as a clown, who happens wants to be called the Joker. But he's not, obviously, he's not the Joker of even close to the comic books, per se. Per se. Um, but, and and I, I, I go into this movie expecting it to be its own standalone thing. Kind of like Logan. Like, it has no connection to, you know, any kind of established continuity. It has a little bit of DC yeah. trappings. I, well, I was actually surprised with Bruce Wayne and, and, and the Wayne and Gotham stuff. I actually was thinking they wouldn't put that stuff there. At most, it might be a Gotham thing, but... All the other DC stuff, they would not put Alfred or Bruce or Thomas. I was actually surprised at that stuff. It, that felt like fan service to me, a little bit more like, oh, okay, hi guys, it's, it's kind of part of DC, but it's really not, you know, uh, that kind of thing. I'm trying to be cute. Um, now, separate from that, I think the acting was phenomenal. Like, Joaquin Phoenix carried the whole thing. Like, his acting is amazing. Like, wow, he, he does deserve all the credit and kudos for his acting for the whole movie. Like, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I think, like Dot mentioned, the cinematography was amazing. The production values are amazing. I think the way they use lighting and camera angles and color to, to shade in certain scenes to sim- symbolize certain things, I think were amazing. So I think the production values of the movie and the acting are, like, top-notch. Like, amazing. Story was kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like, okay, what do you want to say? Um, what are you trying to say? There's so many other movies that have hit upon these themes that have been just much better. Arthur, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you want to say. 
Is, yeah. it, is it possible that you just, that you don't like our house indie film? No, I'm not, not at all. all. <laughs> I'm not at all. Because not at all. a lot of them are vague. You don't know what's <laughs> happening, right? You Like you said, like, you don't know no. what part of the Joker is like real or it could be fake or... Right. They're, they're ambiguous things there purposefully. No, I, I like... So I'm, a, I'm just asking. Like, no, I love, our, I love our, our house movies. That's That's fine. Now, if they had removed the Joker element of this movie then I'd be like, oh, okay, it's an interesting mental study. But the fact that they, they put the, the Joker thing on top of it with the DC things, all of a sudden, everybody's saying like, oh, this is the greatest superhero movie, the best comic movie, because it has some surface elements from comic books. Take that away, and it's like, okay, it, it's, it's just like another typical art house, whatever movie you want to call, with somebody who suffers from, from uh, mental illness in a horrible society and a horrible situation, you know, but you know, this movie wouldn't have been popular or be so renowned if you didn't put the Joker element on top of it. If you release the movie and call it the clown or Arthur Fleck, I don't think people would be as, you know, big on it, but I, I think you I have, some, you have some tangential ties to a DC and the, Oh, it's a comic book movie. It's so great. It elevates the genre, whatever. You know, I don't know. I, you know, Arthur, I, I didn't see this. I don't know who said it. Today, superhero movies are going to be the future's um, westerns. Did you guys have? You guys heard that line? Oh yeah, they said that. Yeah, like, but but, but the know. whole idea is, I, I really don't care if it's comic genre. Me neither. The, I, I see this character actually being a good Joker if they start to bring in a legitimate Batman. Like I can see this guy. Well, true. Up but, against it. and and but part I, of what, I, what he became part, was the clown army. You, you know those. Joker movies and cartoons you see where he has his clown right. arm, yahoos who dress up like him. I, I can see how that came to be here. Sure. Well, that's the thing. If if that's the direction they're heading, then that's probably fine. But it, no, it's not. I, as far as I know. Off. It's really hard. It's a total one-off. Yeah, it's a one-off. Like like, there's a world building here. No, but there's I there's no world be... building from it, though, is what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. For me, from, my, from what I know, hold on, hold on. From what I know, <laughs> from, 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 together to build a world. But, they're but not doing anything on. other than this movie. Like this is like I think Phoenix is done. Like he's done his art. He's done his movie here. He's going to move on. And I don't think Todd Phillips is doing this movie to to do like a trilogy or to continue some DC line or anything. Like he just wants to do this one movie with this one character, this one actor, and then that's it. I don't I don't see it as that. And I, I went in thinking like, okay, it's going to be a total standalone, kind of like Logan, and has nothing oh, you know, to Arthur, do with anything. Don't get me wrong. Logan is not standalone. For yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of history there. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm kind of that's the closest thing I can relate it to, you know. What so. I'm trying to say though is that it doesn't matter to me if they make Rosentini building from it. I don't think it's just slapping the Joker name on it. Whether they go forward with it and build world build around it or not, I think is irrelevant. I can see, even as a Batman Joker lore fan, mm -hmm. how it works, even if it never goes anywhere else. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think one of the interesting things that I, I heard podcast is maybe this is not even the Joker. This is yeah, exactly. The Joker that spawned the Joker. Well, right, I don't think right. the Joker, the real Joker, should be spawned from another Joker. Or he maybe he inspired the Joker is what I also read too. Yeah, I read the same stuff. So I don't you know, like that idea, but sure. <laughs> but I mean, either of those yeah. ideas to me didn't really matter. It, I just felt like okay, everybody's saying this movie is so deep and insightful, but and had such deep messaging, and I'm like. Okay, um, I, I don't see it. I mean, I've I've seen other movies that simply address these things more, and 
I, I actually let down. I'm kind of like walking like, okay, you know, whatever. It's, it's not horrible. Don't get me wrong. I didn't hate it. But I was let down. I'm like, mm, okay, Arthur Fleck movie. Clown happens to be called a Joker. What, what are you trying to say? I don't know. Okay, that's fair. So. Um, great. Uh, Kai, I guess I'll go last. Kai, what did you, you want to go last? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go scene by scene. Talk about some of my favorite moments. Sure. Um, they're not, I mean, I'm not going to call that many, but sure. um, I'm walking back to the first question. I'm in the same boat where DC had lost all credibility. Um, I didn't even want <laughs> suicide squad because I didn't care. Uh, good move, good move. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even pirate it. I didn't, whatever. You should, wa- you should watch yeah. Leto Joker, though, actually. You should. No, I, no, 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 I don't. I have zero desire to do it. Uh, and I mentally treated Phoenix as the successor to um, you know, this legacy built upon Nicholson and, and Ledger. But this is after that the buzz had come out, right? Because I it was definitely at a point where I'm like, look, even if they get good buzz, I will still be hesitant to see if I want to see this. But then when you mix good buzz with Walking Phoenix, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe. Well, I'm I'm definitely a fan of method actors. Um, <laughs> it requires such a work ethic. And like, there's never a surprise where when you see a successful method actor and good praise in terms of like review buzz, that it's not going to be like that it's not going to be a good experience right it's just like it's always going to be like whatever it is you're going to be pulled into it um and so based on that i was like you know what i'm interested because i want to see the 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 reaction that people are giving out and i I, i'm curious to see a, a phoenix version of joker um and so going into it i was like all right you've already bought me in i'm ready to go and i kind of have an idea of the kind of character that phoenix is um, and so to me, um, I describe this as like a slow burn, uh, the narrative that it wants to tell. There's two big themes, mental illness, of course, um, but more importantly, this exposition of like the slice of life of Arthur Fleck and how he deals with his street level experience and tries to reconcile it with his mentally um, abused past, right? That he, of course, like you touched about, is not very clear. Um, one of his, like, just starting out with him getting beat by a bunch of fucking kids and taking a sign, <laughs> but that led to the moment where his boss yells at him and says, I don't care what happened, I'm going to take this check, this sign out of your paycheck. And that look on his face when he says that, where it's just this mixture of, like, the physical representation of his face doesn't match their emotional response. That's when you know there's like, that's that push moment where it's like, he's like, he's, he's starting down this path of, you know, fuck this, right? What am I doing with my life? Where am I going? Um, and it's not like immediate where he's like crazy. You're just sitting here like, okay, I can see functioning parts of him. And I think the 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 illness that they attached him the condition that they gave him i think was actually really important because it's a physical manifestation to constantly remind you that he's got not only a physical illness in terms of laughing condition but that there's an underlying mental illness too and because imagine if you just cut that out throughout the movie i think you're gonna get lulled into moments where you're like you know this is a regular person just down on his luck 
but there's just so many moments where he's in a traumatic situation and the physical manifestation of the fact that I can't cope with this or it's so ridiculous. I have, you know, I have this, you know, laugh that just comes out of me, whether it's good or bad, mostly bad. Um, You know, it comes out the scene where he gets ambushed in the train and he finally kills his first victim. And even then he doesn't know what he's doing, but then he goes into um, the bathroom scene, right? And that's part of that buildup of this character where that slow burn, where he kind of like accepts what he did, you know, and he kind of like just pulls himself into that moment where he's like, you know what, maybe this is, maybe this is it. Maybe I have to do something about it. Um, I don't know yet, but it seems to work, you know, and he's dancing and it's just like this weird, awkward acceptance dance um, where you're just like kind of into, you're like, okay, sure. And uh, same with how you touched upon the girlfriend situation. Um, I was kind of bought into the environment enough where I could have believed that, you know what, this fucking neighbor, like, you know, she's like in this shithole place and you have her with a kid by herself and some guy, you know, is willing to give her some attention. I'm like, fuck it, whatever. I was that bought in. I was like, you know what, I'm okay with this relationship happening, whatever. You know, maybe he just needs stability. And I'm just trying to figure out how does he fuck with her, right? Or not, how does she fuck with him, right? What does she do to him that makes it worse? Or who knows, right? No, as in, like, you know, because there's always... Right. Yeah, or just because she's a normal human and she just realizes how mad he is, how mentally ill he is. Like, just has to leave him and say, "Look, I can't do this. I have a kid." I actually thought it was it was odd watching. He turned out to find were hallucinations of the fact that they were seeing each other. Yeah, and he was being socially awkward. Uh-huh. She seemed to be like, "You the man, baby." Yeah. You go. So when we realized, all made sense to me because you're right. He does have a physical sort of mental condition, but I think he really truly mm-hmm. also and. Social awkwardness, extremely important. And I actually thought, yeah. yeah. And I think you know, uh, you know, I can see why Arthur went in and already was defensive on a lot of the like re- the reality of what was being presented on the screen. But that scene where he goes into her apartment—that's when I was slowly realizing, like, oh, wait a minute. This is all fake. Also, when he went and kissed her, you felt it was fake. No, no, no. When, when he went and sat in her apartment, and yeah, at the end, it was like your yeah, you're you're from next door, right? And I was sat there, I'm like, oh my god, I was so distracted by what was going on that I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That this is entirely a plausible, um, complete hallucination of the fact that they had some sort of relationship. Um, and so that moment was was great for me, um, just because I was just so busy, you know, looking at all these other things that were going on in this. And one of my favorite scenes um, is what I always call the payoff, the slow burn payoff, which is you spend all this time watching this exposition, buying into this narrative. Like, when do you get rewarded for it? And that was that scene, of course, everyone loves, where in the beginning he's like. He's like sad and like defeated, walking up the stairs with his fucking medicine. 
to this like decrepit poem and at the end where he's going down the steps as the first presentation of the joker full suit green hair just dancing down with absolute no care like that's when i was like that is the joker that costume like sold it to me just like his makeup his hair his costume the way that he moved down the stairs that sold it to me that i'm like he's it that's it there it is it's somewhere like this that he specifically taken i can't hear you i'll find out so i think it's actually interesting right but he chose understood actor i can't hear you oh that that suit that he wore when he was dancing down the stairs Mm-hmm. was specifically a, I don't know if a copy, an absolute tribute to another character from another movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. I'm sure there's a lot that, of hidden... That, that is a cool scene, I'll admit. Yeah. <laughs> I like but that I scene. Thought, I actually thought you were going to say the scene where he killed the guy who got and he let oh. the widget go. I, I mean, that to me was, that was a cathartic scene, I think. Like, that to me was just super expected. I was just like, you know what? obviously going to kill him um there was a lot of you know just a little cherry on top where you know when he tells the midget that you know you're the only guy that was nice to me yeah. that's when you're like I, I really believe that he says that yeah. like, there wasn't a moment where you think you're gonna he's gonna kill him see this is and this is one of the reasons why i say to you arthur i absolutely the joker and i get he's not sort of the red helmet falling on that of toxic stuff whatever change skin because the the sort of realism of a mentally ill person and their sense of humor or how they what is good or bad was right what was wrong I think is displayed incredibly well to how the mythos of Joker characters actually playing out the right so like some of the greatest it's kind of a Joker so to me I completely buy into it you have comic elements that are as obvious these may seem cheap to you they seem absolutely i can't hear you man you're you're, you're blinking in and out yeah you just gotta be right in front okay. of the, the mic that's all right hopefully it gets on the recording <laughs> maybe not <laughs> but either way um one thing i will say is that there's the notes that he takes in his notebook um because to me there's a certain level of immaturity when dealing with this type of character Right, someone who never holds down a good job, obviously has had a terrible upbringing, has to take care of their mother, right? Just you're just not exposed to a lot of opportunities to become a very mature person. A lot of the notes I felt written in his book were just a little on the nose, and I I just felt like they were trying to make sure that this whole mental theme stuck, and so some of the messaging in the notebook I felt like. Some in some instances could be just a little bit too mature for that character, um, but at the end of the day, um, his final speech uh, on the the fake Jimmy Kimmel show, um, you I I totally bought it, um, and that's just because it's a lot of again there's the macro buildup of this whole movement in terms of you know screw the rich people, um, you guys aren't taking care of the city, you're not taking care of us. Um, there's certainly no reason for us to be more civil about this. Um, and we're just here to revolt because we're just unhappy. We're not really looking for a solution. 
we just want to just feel represented. We just want to feel like we have some sort of future. And his final speech and his experience on that show, you know, where he acknowledges that he's being made fun of, he laughs in the opposite times that everyone laughs, and how he, you know, basically just comes into culmination how, you know, everyone gets to decide what's funny and what isn't, but all these people are unwilling to acknowledge what's going on out there, right? And that's his, like, first acknowledgement that, yeah, I am about what's going on out there. This is his first explicit acknowledgement that he cares deeply about some of the macro issues, maybe because he it deeply affects him literally, but he comes out and says, look, you're going to get what you you know deserve and then just kills him. Well, I think um, to add on to what you're saying, I think there were parts where he was basically first time in his life he felt or it actually mattered where previous previously he felt significant yeah because he either because he didn't know who he was or he finally felt like his actions didn't matter right and that's because he saw he had the literal connection where he defended himself and then suddenly that made news and that was important and until you birthed the clown army it really makes sense to me it really does yeah and there have been people who talked about his uh, the metaphorical birth of, birth of the character you know, he, he offs the host and he, of course, you know, says his message, but he sticks around to get arrested. Um, and then that's good. That could be treated as the death of Arthur Fleck and the and the kind of the birth of the Joker character. And then he's in the cop car. He's kind of accepting uh, a lot of the fruits of his labor. Um, but he's like a little bit, you know, hazy on what's going on in terms of still accepting it. The car hits, you know, his car, you know, people are reaching in and pulling him out of the vehicle, kind of like, Savior. you know, like a womb, right? Like, <laughs> throws the baby on the hood, right? And then he finally comes to, and he sees that he's like the king of this riot. And he's like, oh, all right. This is, wow, this is real. This is, I'm here. And, By the way, I don't think that he imagined that. I think it really happened. And I also too want to mention too that, um, that's debatable but okay it is the uh, i don't know i feel like it's not but i get it um that we're not sure but at the same time i really liked the fact they took a second shot at the dead host because it, it showed his resolve yeah. and so his lack of empathy about the whole situation and again the the psychoticness of it was just i thought brilliant and just really good directing and it takes so much to make that that seemed worth it or that seemed believable. And that's that's what I appreciate the most, the slow burn, the payoffs. Um, because it sucks to ride all that and then get nowhere with it. Yep. <laughs> right on. Uh, so before when the movie came out, I'm I'm like super like Arthur. Like I will give movie a chance a movie a chance no matter the context, as long as the movie is good. Uh, yeah, I think that's how I, like, yeah, it could, it could, I have to wait to see it before I know. So the fact that they're making a Joker movie, I I wasn't like happy about it. I wasn't sad about it. I was just like, okay, let's just see what comes from it. So having said that, this is going to be a fucking shocker. I agree with Arthur on a lot of this movie. Oh, 
Nice. Nice. Thank you. Good God. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have reasons why. Um, I was thinking Kai to be, I was yeah, thinking Kai to be on my side, but oh, wow, I'm, su- I'm surprised. Purists. Jokes, this is jokes on me. Nothing to do about purists. This is... Totally. I, I feel like I've seen too many movies. <laughs> That's my problem. I went into this movie, and while I enjoyed it, I thought this could be any other movie. I, I've seen this movie ten times. Like exactly, times. too many art houses. Uh, yeah, I've, I've ex- seen too many ex- indie movies that were slow burns. Exactly. I, I think that's why I brought up the whole brother thing because I, I kind of separated the comic characters for for a lot of this movie because I was like, I've seen this. Like you know, there's no connection. Like why why would I care? Um, I will admit that I w- I was surprised how heavily tied in the Joker was to the Waynes. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, this movie is exactly what I expected the movie to you. And I walked in, I, I was like, I know this. I, and it, I, I thought it might surprise me. I was hoping it would surprise me. And it didn't. Don't get exactly. me wrong. Exactly. It was great. I think the music was great. Cinematography, fantastic. I just wasn't really compelled like to care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could sort of predict where a lot of the story beats were going to be. Um, it, I don't know if you guys remember this movie, uh, Michael Douglas. Falling down. falling down, falling down, yep. Yeah. Classic, classic. Where just a bunch of bad shit happens to this dude, and you know, he's actually a good guy, but he just had a really bad day. This is like a series of really bad event, uh, life event stuff, and... Wasn't Taxi Driver another movie that they compared this a lot to? So. Yes, I yes. I saw that a couple years right. ago. Yeah, they, they homaged, homaged it a little bit. Like, they take elements to kind of, like, pay tribute to it. Yeah. Um, but... Which is yeah, fine. I walked out, and I just, like... It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, same. Fine yes. Like, um, uh, yeah, I mean, they did a lot of great things. I just... Was I entertained? Sure, a little bit, but, like... I don't know. It just it didn't do a lot. What what would you have wanted? Uh, I don't know. Maybe something just like unique or. Did you yeah. want them to take a risk on the Joker Batman relationship? They, no, nothing. Nothing. I I had nothing. Yeah, nothing to do with the character at all. I, I it's just I don't know what they were wanted to say. I, I'm kind of with Anthony. It's like you want something, but you're kind of like. What do you want to say? Do you want to say something about mental illness? Do you want to say something about society? Do you want to say something about how people treat each other? What else? That was what I, I was looking for. The first two pretty well. Not a lot of movies touch on mental illness. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's and that's great. They touch on it, right? I'm I'm totally cool that they touch on it. But I feel like, okay, now what? Do you want to say something different about it or something interesting? And I, I just I felt like it didn't get that. And nothing to do with the the comic side of things. I'll disagree so, with you there. I think yeah. for indie like our house movies, they, they keep it ambiguous, and that's like <clears throat> it's supposed to be that way, right? You're supposed to kind of read into a lot of things on your own, and they just keep it wide open. So I wasn't looking for the extra thing. I just, for me, I didn't like care for him. Like I don't, I don't even know if you're supposed to. I, I, I don't. Think- okay, well, I I didn't care for the character then, <laughs> as in like. He he's like any other kind of messed up character I've seen in any other movie. Um, yeah, exactly. I think what, like Arthur said, like if you strip out 
the comic book parts of it, it's sort of a bland. I feel like, I, I mean, there was another character walking Phoenix play that was kind of similar. <laughs> the line? Uh, or no, no. Uh, the one where he's like, he protects the little, it's, it's, I think it's called You Were Never Really Here. It kind of, oh, it's no. a very slow burn. It's, kind of, it's supposed to be kind of like The Professional, um, but it's like slow. It's actually like fast because it was so slow. Um, Mm, okay, and, you were never here. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and I just, uh, me, like, I didn't even try, I, I, you know, as a movie itself. I'm looking at it as a movie. I'm not looking at it as a comic book movie. As a movie itself, I just wasn't way by it by a lot. And I thought, I asked Christine, my wife, like, what did you think of the movie? And she's like, I don't really get it. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Um, but like, listen, I understand why a lot of people get, like, I understand. Uh, but for me personally, I just, they're, they're, I feel like I. No, it's, it's weird because I actually need it to be, I actually need to have the history of what I think I know, like about the Joker in order to like this movie. Like to some degree, I can see what you're saying. If I took the complete, I sense that it was just a guy having a bad day in his descent into, um, insanity it could just be any other art house movie about falling down but but the fact that i know it's joker and then the differences they made and sort of sort of the the i think the risks they took versus the traditional stories they've tried to tell about in origin of the joker and what i think the joker symbolizes i think that's kind of what made it good for me to be honest okay i get you so it sounds like the the joker elements anchored it for you and made it for you it really did but i also get that and he's um, a joker film that's right that's what for, i mean yeah and versus it, for, yeah for me i felt like it, it hurt it more it, it, but i get you keep going but not everybody is going to have what i have or even have the opinion of what i like the joker to be to make it good for them so i can't necessarily expect people to see it the way i see it but i have it had to be I had to believe it was the Joker of the Batman for me to like it this way. Okay, I get you. I associate Joker with the Batman. (laughs) So when there isn't that... uh, Antagonism. Yeah, or like even like some kind of stronger comic book action, you know, piece to it, it doesn't resonate for me as well. And that's why Mm -hmm. I looked at it as a movie versus like the Joker. Maybe because I didn't grow up with that. I, I kind of lean toward Anthony. Yeah, that's it's it's hard. Yeah, I mean, I didn't grow up with the codependence between Joker and Batman. I was totally okay with this being his own origin story and not having the backdrop. I mean, they, I mean, they were pretty like explicit about the Batman backdrop, but they were still intentionally background enough where they're like, no, 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 no. This the real. I mean, the the movie's titled Joker. Her goal is absolutely to nail this character and say this is a version of him, whether you believe it or not, is up to you. Um, and I appreciated that, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see why. I mean, people grew up with Joker as always an ancillary character. Uh, it could be hard to suddenly say, Oh, we're trying to now make him an A list, like standalone. I don't know, that could, that could I, be weird. I, I was actually surprised that they included the Wayne elements, to be honest. I was expecting the movie to not have any of those elements. So when they actually did have it in there, I was actually like, darn it, you know, they shouldn't have done that. 
don't put those elements in there because then it automatically ties it to, at least for me, DC continuity, so to speak, right? DC lore. I would have hoped that, okay, if you want to just do a standalone Joker movie, don't, don't bring up any other traditional DC elements. Do what you want to do with it. Um, and the I, fact that you put it, when you put I'm it in there, it, it's, it's kind of like, oh, uh, you, you're kind of no. doing it. It's like, it comes off as fan service to me. And I'm like, it, the most fan service was like, to me, I almost felt that like the fourth wall joke in my, in my, that I interpreted in that movie was when they showed his fucking parents dying. Because I was like, at that point, I was like, look, every DC movie... Yeah, yeah, to- true. Yeah. Yeah, I was that, like, was total, that, that was fan service for sure. Yeah. I was like, is this a fourth wall joke that Bob Phillips is saying, you know what? Any Batman movie has to have his origin story. Yeah, exactly. Rolled my eyes so hard at that scene. Yeah, I was that, like, was, uh, of course. that, look, that was That was dumb. I think the that things was, that, that you was guys dumb. don't like, and I, I think even if... if the way I mentally approached it and why I enjoyed it for those reasons, I, I feel like the writers wrote it in the same way that I'm saying, where they had to have a history of what they understood what the Joker was. I don't think they were just wanting to write a story about a mentally ill person. I think they really want to write the Batman's Joker origin story, right? And so they had to have it. And a, a matter a, of fact, a version of it at least. <laughs> at, at least. And even that death scene, I get exactly what you're saying. It's like saying, um, Uncle Ben get killed every movie or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, and, yeah. I I actually was okay with this step, other than I actually do. I actually like the fact that they were killed by a random mugger better than tying it this way. Yeah, I could have done without it, but it didn't bother me. Yeah. Um. Keep going, Anthony. I'm very glad that they made this. This is a, it, it tells you that people make character in comic books. It's not just one type of, and I'm very glad they made the movie. Uh, I would I agree just, with that. I just didn't like, I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I would. Uh, anyways, I think we're running a little long here. No, we let's, did. Uh, let's go around the room uh, with reviews. I'm sure Ronald and Nick. Uh, follow up with their review probably listen to the podcast but um yeah you want to go ahead with yeah i i took my kids one is 14 the other was uh 17 and they look at the end of the day i feel like it was almost like a dark type movie it was extremely heavy you don't come out of the movie feeling good about it and and i asked them, did you like the movie and I think they all want to say yes, but because of the heaviness of it, it was a hard yes. But they all agreed that it was cinematically excellent, right? Um, it really is an art, not even a comparable art house movie. And um, I thought it was a good ride, but it didn't make me feel good either. Um, <laughs> but you know, in a day, I got to give the movie like like an eight point three seven, eight point eight solid. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I just think that <clears throat> that's high. When you think man. about everything that movies are supposed to be, um, especially the kind of movie it probably wanted to be, I think it became the movie it wanted to be, whether you liked it or not. Yeah. I think it hit it. Yep. I'm debating between a 6.5 or a 7. Yeah, that's pretty well. Um, 
I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably leaning toward a seven because of Joaquin Phoenix's acting and the production values. His acting has really elevated it for sure, <clears throat> and and the production values. Th- I think those kind of keep it a little higher for me. But if it wasn't for that, I'd probably go six point five. So I'll probably lean seven, but. I say that's even that kind of reluctantly because seven isn't necessarily bad. Again, don't get me wrong. I didn't hate the movie. <laughs> I just felt kind of let down and I, I didn't yeah. think that highly of it, to be honest. And it's not something I'll, I'll definitely go watch again. Yeah, maybe six. <laughs> no, no, six is, six is more like Suicide Squad or something like that. <laughs> You know. Not like a four or five. Like, this sounds like a four. four. No, I, I, no, there's, there's, or, or like Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises was like a six, six point five for me. Um, that kind of thing. That was the last that one. Yeah. That was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. You know that oh. kind of thing. Oh. So oh. But I would watch Joker. Dark Knight Rises. Tons of in my oh, I mean, we can debate that movie some other time, but you know. It's it's because the acting is so good for Phoenix, it does save it for me, and again the production value. So that's why I'll probably you know I'll probably go with a seven for now, um, with re- with reservations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I may change my mind later. I don't know. I, I have to think about it. But <laughs> All right, Kai, throw it down. Definitely in the realm of an eight point seven. I'm not sure if I really want to give it full nine um and i come from an angle that yeah it, it executed its goal um there were very little things that i you know didn't really want to see um absolutely a film i recommend to people and something that i would definitely want to go back to watch again um so but i'll leave it at i don't remember if i what i scored other nines but i think the point resonates with pretty pretty high up there i enjoyed it all right. Um, so my biggest thing is always a you can have the nicest visual storytelling. Yeah. Uh, so I think this again, uh, you shot very well. Great act. Great. Uh, can't can't hear you. Ultimate. Ultimately, I am giving it a. I'm giving it a six. Yeah. You have Arthur's score. Arthur's real score. Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll change that. Six point five. <laughs> oh, there goes the point five. I, I cannot, I cannot give this a seven. It, it's, uh, yeah. So, what is a comparable six film for you? Me. I'll, I'll, I'll have to go back to my I list. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Crazy. Probably, probably Dark Knight Rises. I mean, I, I enjoyed this vastly more than... Well, that's the thing, because The Dark Knight Rises, production-wise, is very good. I think Not the even. acting is... The, no, no, I mean, production, the, the quality of the no, acting... No, I know, even then, I was like, eh. I, I, I don't like The Dark Knight Rises because of the story. Mainly. I everything everything, everything else... Movie. Everything mm-hmm. else about, you know, Nolan's craft of filmmaking and the acting and the characters, that's fine with me. I, I just didn't care for the story. That was my big concern with that one. So it's very similar to this, but this uh, one at least had really good, you know. Well, actually, no, it is very similar. 
Okay. It's a story. It's a story thing for me, really. All right. Um, I'm trying to look. You guys watched that movie yesterday? No. no. Beatles movie six. No. What movie? Uh, the Beatles movie uh, called Yesterday. Oh no 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 not yet. Okay. Um. These other movies you probably have. <laughs> what is a superhero universe movie? That's a six? Yeah. Or even just like a seven or a five. Just something to give us a tether. I said Dark Knight Rises. So. I enjoyed I enjoyed the two, three. What was that? The Joker. Wow. Wait, what was that? What was that? I didn't hear you. He uh, said the first two thirds of Wonder Woman was good enough to beat Joker. I would agree with that. This is minus the final act of the ridiculous fight scene. That was pretty bad. I would actually no, I would agree with that because yeah, the, the third act is the weakest of that movie, but everything else on point for the character. Yeah, but there's yeah, there's this character backdrop. You guys are getting hung. Well, I I. I don't think, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of. I put Black Panther and Wonder Woman in the same bucket. They got a lot of social commentary points. Yeah, Wonder. I don't even remember. Well, what I did. well, it's also because not just the character, but I think they translated the character that's traditionally been hard to really nail down pretty well. Because even in the books, it's Wait, when, it's hard to. They, they did an one, entire TV show around her. Yeah, but it's you know that's the seventies, and it's it's still it's it's okay. But I look at it like you know if throughout all media, Batman and Superman, they're pretty consistent. It's pretty easy to really like. Let's just take these five elements, and you'll always be very clear yeah, that this is Batman, that. right? So with Wonder Woman, it's she's always a character that's always been tricky to translate because How there's no well. Well, having read the books and read, read her character so many times with different creators, there's always different elements of what people think she really is. So you're kind of like, okay, well, which one is it? Um, so I, I felt, this is me personally, that the movie was able to just take the right amount of elements and balance it out so that this is a, a Wonder Woman that can appeal to the most amount of people. Whereas traditionally in traditional media, it's hard. Because if she was, it was easier, she'd probably carry more books. But she doesn't. She only carries one comic book. Batman carries thousands. Um, Superman has one or two, three titles to his name. Wonder Woman, iconic character. But if you ask different people about who she really is, you'd get different answers. That's not the same as Superman or Batman, more or less. You'd probably get similar uh, understanding of who the character really is. You ask different people about the character of, of Wonder Woman, you'd get kind of vastly different answers so that to me what i felt was the trend that was the translation for me of the character i'm not just saying that the character was cool or the story but the fact that they were able to do it on the big screen and they failed miserably with bvs with batman and superman two characters i expect them to be easy to translate then you know that just blows my mind <laughs> I think we're losing them off topic here. But I'm, I'm just saying. So I'm going to wrap, this, I'm gonna wrap yeah. this podcast up. Uh, there you go. Uh, I, think, I think we had a lot of good discussion. I was not expecting us to talk this much about it. I literally had 10 minutes to talk about it. And that, and that was my, my little slot. But I'm glad we did. Um, it sounds like this. 
sort of polarizing um polarizing movie and i think that's you know it's a good it's a good thing yeah it's not, i mean that's not uncommon like i think a lot of people either really like this movie or they just thought it was meh so uh two I, to just... I totally expected kai and dot to dislike it and then oh. Anthony, Anthony, you'd be more like, yeah, this is really cool. <laughs> I gotta say, <laughs> to be quite honest. To see what uh, our our other two members. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would like to hear the, the, uh, Nick and Ronald for sure. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be All very right. interesting. Thanks for joining. We're gonna wrap up. Um, next one on Star Emperor, Star Wars. Probably Star Wars, unless Terminator. You guys want to Knives Out? I heard that's a really good movie. Terminator. Uh, of seeing it, but I'll see if we... Yeah, if you if you really want to watch it, I'll do it. I okay. Let me let me watch it first. I, I'm watching it now, and then um, and I'll let you guys know. We have I have Alias, so I have an advanced. Wait, is it out yet or no? It's coming out towards Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought it came out already. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's, okay. Yeah. No one's interested in Terminator. Uh, I watched it. Kai watched it. I, I don't uh, think. Uh, I have, I have not seen it. I have not seen it yet, so that's well, so. Don't waste our time. All right. Oh wow! All right. <laughs> In and out. Thanks for another edition of the podcast.